This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric recline. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's. Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyer Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. Westside T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man Dame. Three underscores, three one three. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop and Talk Podcast, episode 334. On, on you hoes. Uh, back, back here with a special guest in the building. Hell yeah. Back like we never left because we actually did. Did not leave. <laughs> I've known this nigga for like 20 plus. I think I was like in my in my senior year of high school, maybe fresh out of high school <laughs> when we met. You were still working at the square. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Baker Square. I've been out of high school 22 years. Yeah. You came out a year before me. 23. Yeah. So it's been a minute. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. But uh, and I wanted that sweatshirt. I should have told you to bring one with you. Oh, shit. What size you wear? Extra large. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you. I should have worn a right. hoodie. Yeah, I got the black and white hoodie. But it's my man Mo Dirty. Back like I ne- back yeah. like you never left. Because I never left. <laughs> it's like I never left, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, though? You got Chilling. some intros? Intro? Hell no, nah, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all said y'all covered everything, bro. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like shit. Two thirds of the earth for the water. The two thirds of the earth is covered by water. I cover the rest. All you know right. what I'm saying? We'll take it. We'll uh, take it. You know what I'm saying? What's good with you, my brother? It's been a long time. I know, right? I see you. I know, man. I've just been chilling, bro. Chilling hard, living that shit ghetto fabulous. Okay. Yeah, not everybody, way. I see you in and out, uh, moving around internationally. Yeah. What's going on in your life right not now? Internationally, because, you know. Um, it's still considered United yeah, States. Yeah. What? Uh, you've been in St. Thomas for yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah, I've been yeah. in St. Thomas for like five months. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I've been out there for like five months. Like me and I've been out there. Been fucking around out there at uh Bungalow Beach Resort. So Okay. <clears throat> been out there. But just like boy, it's a lot to talk about when it comes to St. Thomas, bro. Like meaning like the atmosphere, the the change of the culture, like mm. you know what I'm saying? Like going from Detroit, like you know what I'm saying, it's a blighted area here. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then going to Vegas, moved out to Vegas for a little bit. Went out to, after I went out to Vegas, went out to St. Thomas, being out there them four months, it's a blighted areas in some areas, but the actual natural resources and like the 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 demographics and everything combined like i wouldn't i wouldn't sh- shit like man that's where you want to be at right now like anytime mm. like man it's 84 degrees every day all day yes. 84 man, man. The, t- the highest it get is 87 degrees like you know and i was out there those crabs running around, everything everywhere, goats running around and shit like that. The change of scenery gotta be good for you. Oh, gotta be good for your mental. Mental. Mentally, like meaning it's definitely good for your mental. Like within like even with body ailments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being yeah. sore, you can go sea soak and you know, late at night go sea soak and that type of shit. Being around trees and the and water the trees, the water, the vitamin the real vitamin coconuts D and shit like that. Yeah. Climb up and go chop them bitches down. The real coconuts are green. And then you cut it, and then the brown is in the inside. What we see is them already cutting the green off. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, coconut water tastes like water that's been used already. 
Coconut water tastes amazing, bro. Man, I try. Maybe it's probably <laughs> the shit that we get in packaged here in them little them little box containers. But like, just you taking that? Sh- yeah, you taking that shit straight <laughs> off the tree? <laughs> that shit tastes like used water. So oh, okay. I, I need I need a real I need a real coconut. Mm, you need a real. coconut? I think I went to well. Uh, the ones in Miami may not be real. <clears throat> you know, it ain't no St. Thomas one. And they got little bushmen just like standing on the corner with like just like ready like they cut it off cut it off the tree already. Pour it in the container, like you know, just package it up, like like how niggas be doing with the trees and shit like yeah. that. Like everybody got coconut water out there, and it's just like, man, I got that coconut water. It's in a little plastic bottle. Some got them in little, like little the little uh, twenty five cent um quarter like quarter water. Yeah, yeah. They got some in them. Like man, nigga, drink that shit all day. Yeah, they sell them in like a half a gallon uh, plastic container too. Like they fuck with that shit out there. I fuck with it heavy too. Mm. And I ain't never been to St. Thomas, dog. Man. What brought you out there? Was it just the nine to five shit, or um, I think it was mainly more so the nine to five shit. But the nine to five shit, it's like uh, it was time for me to move on from the nine to five. Well, to the nine to five shit from where I was at, like being in Vegas, like being, I had a little a situation to where um, I was a manager of a kitchen, and but I was working six days a week, twelve days, and uh, I was working six days a week, twelve hours a day. Mm. And I had one day off, so it's kind of like I'm already beat down. So I really, I really can't move around. I mean, I'm, I got one day to take care of everything that I yeah. do that I've been putting on hold. So I was like, Nah, this ain't it. But then our good old buddy Chuck hit me up. He was like, At the right time, he was like, Hey, Dirt, you um, um, I don't know what you got going on right now, but uh, come out here in St. Thomas. I got Chuck out there too. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the reason why I went out there. Okay, yeah. And Shout point, out to the OG Chuck. And point, what's talking about going out there? Okay, all we gotta do is get you out there next. I'm down. Okay. My my homeboy been out there two or three times this year. He talking about building a crib out there. Oh, I'm trying to tell you like it's lucrative out there. Like man, they ain't got no, they ain't got Lyft or they ain't got um, Uber. So he said niggas hitch, and he said niggas do a lot of hitchhiking. I don't know about the hitchhiking, bro. Since we let, I'm gonna tell you this: like they ain't got Uber or Lyft, and they ain't got taxis. They only got taxis out there. And, like, they don't have – you can't pass off any credit cards or anything like that. You have to actually have actual cash. Mm. But the reason what made me think – what just made me, like, just, like, say, bro, like, man, because I just thought about a St. Thomas situation that I need to get off my chest. Like, man, and, you know, I'd be in there. I'd be in – and wherever I'm at, I'm always working out doing push-ups and shit. So, like, I've always been stocky. I go out there. I'm at the bar, and, like, the person I'm with at the bar gets too drunk. So I need a ride back to the the beach resort. But in the process, you got a taxi with the little taxi on the top of it. But then you got gypsy taxis. Mm-hmm. Gypsy taxis are the ones who are like, you know, they not licensed taxi drivers, but they're taxi drivers. Right. So like me and there was no taxi drivers out there. It's like two o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, like this nigga standing outside. I'm like, yo, anybody a t- uh, gypsy? A dude said, yeah, I'm a gypsy. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm like, um, can you take me to bungalow? He was like, yeah, I'll take you to bungalow. We're all black men out here. Ain't that right, black boy? And looked at me, and I was like, um, no, I'm a black man. And then um, he said, he walks back and forth this way. It was like, um, instead of motherfucker, they say mudda skunt. M-U-D-D-A-S-K-U-N-T. That's mm. the equivalent of motherfucker. Okay. This mudda skunt, this this cocky mudda skunt ain't about to disrespect me. And I, I was like, then he went to his car, and you see him like, see, all you see is his arm lifting up like this. He's stuffing like this machete into his pants. So like me, I'm, you know me, I'm like I already peeped it. Like man, I backed up behind the building, with the other side of the building, and walked back to the beach resort. I got back to the beach resort at like four o'clock in the morning. Like man, and I walked, but in the process within that walk, like man, I'm walking. I they only got two lanes down there, and two lanes is either come going this way, or you coming this way, and there's no sidewalk. So I'm just walking in the street. Car come, of course, I'm going to dabble off onto the side. But, like, I'm walking in the middle of the street, and all I heard is. And I look, nigga, it was 17 crabs crossing the street, nigga. I've mm. never seen. It was seven. I'm thinking, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be like, yo, is that nigga dragging a machete and shit? Like, on some Michael oh, Myers shit? No, no, but not. it was, it was a. The experiences that I, that I have out there, I wouldn't trade them for nothing, bro. Like, being as far as just, like, the aqua blue water. Like sailing, driving, like driving the actual sailboat, all kinds of shit out there, bro. 
Man, that's fucking That sounds like an incredible opportunity. And just waking up every day. In paradise? No, yeah. <laughs> 87, 86, 87 every fucking day. Mm-hmm. You know, you in short, you in hoop shorts and t-shirts year round. Tank tab is going to hurt you. Year man. round. No shoes. You don't even need shoes. Slides. Because I'm on the beach all day. And then it's like 12 beaches out there. So you, anybody say, meet me at this beach. Meet me at this beach. So you're not going anywhere. I mean, I've been to the strip club, the strip club. And then bitches are so thirsty in the strip club there, bro. I mean, it's 50 females in the club. Like, that's what I meant by the, it shouldn't be that many females in there. Cause who's making money? Nobody. Nobody's making money. Well, okay. <laughs> Nobody's making money. But they actually they are. fighting for dances. Well, they they making money on. They, yeah, yeah, they making money yeah, another yeah, way. Yeah, tourists. Yeah, tourists. Tourists. Tourism. You fuck all three hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah, bro. But you might catch monkeypox and oh. something else. But I always looked at it like this: like, man, and even when I was, even when I be here in the city, I know Chicago is four hours that way. I know Ohio is that way and, and the states beyond that way. But when I moved to Vegas, I know Arizona is that way. I know California is that way. When I stepped out there to St. Thomas, I know Florida is that way. And Puerto Rico is 40 minutes that way. Mm. 40 minutes. That's like a drive to Toledo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you can't drive over there. Gee, you can't man. catch a ferry. You got to catch a plane over there. It's like $100 round trip. So, And it's on U.S. territory. So why wouldn't I go over to Puerto Rico? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mainly give me a reason to re-educate myself as far as, like, you know what I'm saying? Learning the, edu- learning the demographics, demographics over there or the actual language or, or like, not the actual language, but learning Spanish or, you know what I'm saying, being bilingual because, like, you know, that's what You're it so close. For. Yeah. yeah. You're so close. Mm-hmm. How long are you going to be be down? Because I know you, you're here now. You mentioned that you was going to go back to Vegas yeah. for a little bit. Then you turning back around to St. Thomas? I'm planning on it. Okay. I'm planning on it. Like, uh. Depending on what they have to offer, I know I don't get. I don't know I don't get what I'm worth. I get what I negotiate, but in the process, facts, facts. Um, I'm gonna go down there. Well, I'm not gonna go down there. I'm gonna wait to hear back from them and see what they got to offer for me. Okay. You no, know, but that's where I'm at with. It. It's, and it's basically like a resort kind of territory, isn't it? It's a resort, definitely. Like I would look at it damn near like Fantasy Island, bro. Mm. Like you know, what I'm saying, not saying that. That's just to give you an example, like, man, and people touch down, like, over and over and over again. Like, man, I've been in Vegas. Vegas is a tourist town. But St. Thomas is where couples come, and, like, you know, they want to dip off. Some people get married. They bring a bunch of – they fly a bunch of people in to get married on the beach or some shit like that. But in the process, um, St. Thomas, the beach – the actual beach resort itself is, like, you know, like, upscale. Like, I want to say upscale. We – we specialize in damn near, I won't say five-star, but I w- I'll give it like maybe four-star, you know. But in the process, they go above and beyond with Caribbean food. Like, you know, mm. and the kitchen staff is dope. Man. You know, the atmosphere is dope. It's, they all help each other. Like, you know, and I'm and that's what I like. Like, man, and I have, I've worked in hostile kitchen environments, but this one right here, I fuck with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody from the owner up. The owner, you know what I'm saying? He makes it up. He makes it his duty to make sure everybody in the kitchen, like, you know what I'm saying, is he speaks to them or at least, like, you know what I'm saying, acknowledges their work, that type of shit. So, I mean, it's cool. Man, you know, I don't know a whole bunch of shit about the kitchen uh, life, but I watch Hell's Kitchen all the fucking time. That's, like, yeah. one of the most interesting shits in the world. Gordon Ramsay, he's a hilarious nigga. On the, on the hotel shit and on the kitchen shit. You watch that shit? You familiar with it? I have, and what's crazy is, like, the kitchen that I left – before I went to St. Thomas, um, the executive chef of that kitchen was the head chef of the kit. Was it? Well, not the executive chef. He the the female. It's a female too. She was the executive chef of the kitchen that I was working at, mm. and she was on Hell's Kitchen. Mm. So I, of course, I went to go look at what was going on on Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Like man, and Corin Ramsey got in her ass. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! About there was some fish, like some fish something. I was like. This she said. This is the worst fish I've ever tasted in my fucking life, and man. I just like I went back to work the next day, and I was like, mm, mm, mm. man, it's but so- working for that nigga got to be able to turn your shit like take your shit to a whole nother level. Yeah, so it's definitely like man, it's even, boot camp. Even if it's boot camp, but then you got you got clout off of it too. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if you're getting shitted on, you can also say like that's I old did girl this, from this. such and such and mm-hmm. such and such. You that know. Part. Um, I, I enjoy them shows, but, you know, Gordon Ramsay got a certain type of delivery. Mm-hmm. And we was going through that Kevin Samuel shit, and everybody's be like, yo, but it's a delivery. I'm like, well, Gordon Ramsay done made a living off of telling niggas they ain't shit 
on tele, on national TV. Because people are more accepting. Never, take, they more accepting taking that shit off a of white man and Kevin Samuels telling black women they need to fucking lose weight and be nice. <laughs> like this, that's that's why. Yeah, but like, yo, he. You can't tell black women shit. Not a motherfucking thing. Not what time it is. Not what color the sky is. You can't tell them shit. Why? Because they GFI. Good for information. <laughs> Good for information. Do you Useless know, information. Do you know that nigga told me the sky was blue? It ain't even blue. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, they go, they go crazy, bro. Useless fucking information. <laughs> Bitches be dumb as a box of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> dumb as a box of plastic dicks. I don't even know what that means, but... Stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Now, on the last episode, well, on the one we just got finished, you was about to ask a question um, about Pat. What was the question you about that? So, look, we was talking about battle rap, and I know that's an arena that you've stepped in, that you're very familiar in, and just trying to, like, when you when you rank like some of the best battle rappers of all time, where does Pat Pat Stay kind of fall into that conversation? The best of all time, yeah. Um, I would say he ranks high up in like one of the best of all time based off of like how he does it mm-hmm. not a lot of people does did it like he did it like you know what i'm saying like meaning he he uh his originality was one thing and then he consistently did it over and over and over again so you had people who followed behind him emulating him like or being a variation of him yeah so it's kind of like he created his own lane. He trailblazed, and then you had people giving their rendition of him. You also had people who, um, because of what he did in particular in his battles, you had people who wanted to stand in a ring and like you know what I'm saying. He ain't gonna do that to me. Yeah, that sure. type of shit. So like, in an example is Calico. Like when Marv won in Pat State Battle, there was something said in that battle that like you know what I'm saying like. It wasn't like it. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, good energy. Yeah, Pat. it wasn't good energy. You know what I'm saying? On both ends, you weren't. You wasn't. You you should. You 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 crossed the line on what you shouldn't have said. But then on the opposite end, it's kind of like how my my nigga how he handled it. I commend him. Like you know what I'm saying? How he handled it. But then in the process, Calico actually watched the battle mm-hmm. and. From that point, Calico took it amongst himself to like, you know, say, okay. police the situation. So that's when he battled Pat Stay. And I don't know if you saw that battle, yeah, but it was 100%. like, there's a lot of aggression in that battle, but it was based on like, like Cal, like felt a certain kind of way about that battle. Like we all felt a certain kind of way in private, private, but just, I'm not just trying to go towards that. I'm just saying like, meaning regardless to what Pat Stay put together, like it warranted a lot of people's attention to just like man, you know what I'm saying? man hold on bro hold on like he, he ruffled a lot of feathers 100%. disaster do shit like that too yeah. yeah ruffled a lot of feathers pat stay ruffled a lot of feathers but like that's what made him who he is today i think that's a lot of niggas stick though like they try to ruffle feathers shotgun we saw that shit with shotgun Shug. Mm-hmm. you know the pocket tapping that nigga says some things that some shit flew out of his mouth about mm-hmm. detroit and certain figures around here that never should have left that nigga lips right and you know shit was uncomfortable for niggas mm-hmm Man, I I enjoy past day. You know, it's definitely definitely brash. You feel me? But like everybody, I miss when everybody had a very unique style of rap, mm-hmm. and it was just them. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody. It sound the same. You know what I mean? Everything sound the same. You know who I think had a? <laughs> this is crazy. I'm just thinking about this. So like, uh, Math, right? Shout out to his pod, the whole nine yards. But Math rapped differently. Then when I was first introduced to him versus um um uh, God damn it I'm I gotta I gotta explain it like this. Uh Jewish dude glasses fucking he came back Iron and, Solomon Iron Solomon. I cannot shout to Iron Solomon. But like it was aggressive but funny. It was kind of serious Jones way, way back in the day. Math Hoffa and who? Uh Iron Solomon. <coughs> Classic, classic. That was like this was smack. This was before it was URL, um, and they had the the, t- the table. Was it table and Math and Solomon? Math and Solomon. You gotta watch that shit. It's fucking. No, amazing. I'm just, like I just need to. I just need to um, for you to jog my memory because I'm pretty sure I synced it. But look, this was a uh, math. Me and Solomon, like little Matthew. Oh yeah, little Matthew. 
little math, little math. <laughs> yeah. Uh I thought that shit was amazing. Uh but it was like I like aggressive humor and believability. Right? I need them all. Right. Talk that gun shit. Be tough. Be funny. And be lyrical. I need it all. And Pat, for the most part, had that. Pat was funny. <clears throat> funny. He was very funny. And like he was factual. Like, you know what I'm saying? And Pat didn't talk to Gumbar. Yeah. Like, but he was very he, he he was calculated. He tried to he make sure he was factual. Or just trying to have like to prove like the the, the he had an he was angles he was ski he schemed and then like meaning the wit that he had it was completely different like he was like oh you got tattoos you looking cool though got a black shirt and a new fro <laughs> oh I see what you're doing you a gangster you got a gun too bro. Look at you go! And, <laughs> and he, he, he disarm you. Yeah, he disarm you like meaning with 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 comedy. Yeah, and it'd be funny. It actually be funny, bro. Like meaning that's the craziest part about it. It'd yeah. be funny as fuck. Yeah. Are you stepping back into the battle arena anytime yeah. soon? Fuck yeah! I ain't I ain't planned on um I ain't got nothing lined up right now, but I'm planning on it definitely. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I ain't, I stepped away for my personal reasons, like you know because. At the time, like I was looking at that shit, like when I when I first started, I really had a I didn't have a problem, but I understood moving around. I battled a nigga from Chicago. I'm from Detroit, and we went to New York to we went to New York to battle each other. So it's kind of like why we drive drive all the way up. But then again, I understood the platform at the time had two hundred seventy five thousand views. So it's kind of like. I mean, subscribe. Go where they at? So exactly. So we got to drive all the way out there for the the footage. Uh, you know what I'm saying? To do what we need to do. But yeah. And I say this, <clears throat> off of that footage and other footage, I built the relationship, and in the process, like you know, we did music. So you don't belong in Detroit was floating around the actual music video. So yeah. I reached out to them and I was like, "Yo, put this video up on the, on the platform," and they put it up like where within the first like week, I think I had like fifteen thousand like views. And like with fifteen thousand views at that time, like coming from the city, everybody was happy to get a thousand views Hell at yeah. the time, bro. And I had fifteen thousand in the first week, so it may, it opened a lot of people's eyes. But in the process, I don't think a lot of people understand that based off of the views that you're looking out looking at, they're not from niggas in the street. This is from an, a community of people who who appreciates battle rap. Yeah. I just so happen to have a, a actual relationship, so. You know what I'm saying? But it also masks, it masks like shit that goes on. I'm like looking at, oh, he got 15,000 views. God damn. I just got 1,200 views on my shit. And I'm have shit out, my shit out for like six months. Let me go run and holler at him. Like, meaning, but I understood that at an all time high, like back then. Like, meaning, I knew at the time when I was battle rapping, I wasn't the biggest and best battle rapper, but I knew I can battle rap. I knew I can battle rap enough. I know I can fuck some people up. Like, you know what I'm saying? And in the process, once I built that relationship, Rap is a vehicle to get you to where you're going to get to. I'm not about to be rapping forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Like, those opportunities and and peeking around them corners right there. Like, you know, say, that's why I said, like, who you who you know get you through the dough. What you know determines how long you're going to stay. Yeah. Man, I love that shit, dog. I've tapped out and tapped in so many times, but ultimately, I'm probably going to watch this shit forever. Like, the shit just in a different space than what it was before. What's that, better up? Yeah, yeah, like I paid the eight dollars a month for the for for the smack. Like a nigga got a fucking app, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy. It's, it's evolved then so much. I remember buying DVDs to see niggas battle rap. So many different leagues. Like it's so much <laughs> content. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nigga, I remember uh, a bitch gave me the Fight Club DVD with like Sam Scarfo and Forty Cal one year for that Christmas. Was a classic, yeah, battle, bro. It was Lady Luck and Remy Ma on there. Like, nigga, this was a Christmas gift from somebody. Damn, I can't think of the league. Lie down, yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> think of the fucking league. Sixty. Mm, Sixty. Sixty. <laughs> I can't think of the fucking league, but it's a league that they rap over beats and shit. It's called Warzone. Warzone. Hey yeah. yo. Best I've about, ever heard Cortez. Cortez like, went crazy on that. I ain't, I'm like nigga, rap over beats. I want to, I want to listen to some Cortez actual music after I heard him rap over the beats. He murdered. He was on his thing. Hmm. It's a lot of niggas who be on. It. I love, I love that shit. So how do you really tap in with those leagues? Do you need like a battle rap manager to 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 kind of move you around, or since you already Is that a thing? got yourself established, it's yeah, definitely a thing. Like um. 
<clears throat> you definitely want to have a battle rap manager as a, with anything that that you like um continue to sharpen whatever craft it is you to continue to sharpen like when you're ready to get out get out there like you need somebody to talk who's know how to talk the language of yeah. of of the bit on the business side like you just the 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 actual body of work so like me and that like you know there's languages that needs to be like, the reason why i backed away from battle rap at the time that i did this was because the fact that it was just me like when i first started I was a one man army, like throwing parties. I was hosting the shit. I was, I was booking. I was booking the artists. Like I was promoting my own shit. Like I was running the door. Like, but I was, I embodied everything because <clears throat> I really didn't know a lot of people who was on the same shit that I was party wise. Yeah. But I threw, I, I put out a good party. But even going beyond that, going on the battle platform, I still needed to put a team around me once i realized once i was moving out of town and it wasn't me versus another me me versus you it was me versus you and your team around you out of town so a lot of my resources is back in the city so yeah, it's yeah. like it's kind of like okay damn i got an opportunity to look like okay this is what i need to do next time like meaning i need to get some couple of people to come out here with me so right like meaning just like so i can be comfortable but also realize that it wasn't just people around me that I needed to have around me was motherfucking people that's working with me, not for me, working with me with around me while I'm out of town. Cause it's all kind of people, opportunities that happen just like this. And like, you know, so you can send somebody over there immediately, or you can send somebody over there or like to network, talk, you know, make, make the connections you can't make while you concentrating on the battle or the next exactly. performance. Exactly. Yeah. Shit. Then now they got the face offs, different leagues got different face offs, hyping the event and hyping the fights. Um, <clears throat> As they should. Shit is just entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Battle rap is just like a big, a big argument that looks like it's about to lead to a fight, but it doesn't. Yep. It's all battle rap is. Whole bunch of about to fights. Mm Mm-hmm. Whole bunch of, a bunch of about to fights. I mean, like, rehearsed arguments. Like, with, with wit. That's all it is. Skip Somebody was saying that shit about K-Shine. Like, this nigga about to fight again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about to fight. Yeah. No, they yeah. were saying that about Tay-Rock, too. Tay-Rock yeah, Tay Rock, about yeah. to fight. Tay-Rock is always about to fight. Like, and then the only hold time, me back. The only time you was supposed to fight, you was Didn't holding fight. the door. Did not fight. You was holding... Nah, that ain't my, that ain't my, that ain't my fight. <laughs> <laughs> hold me back. <laughs> Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> Why I oughta? <laughs> Why I oughta? <laughs> oh, man. If this nigga's in my face right now, I swear you to see God. that video of the, uh, that dog, them two dogs that be barking at each other, they move the gate, they was like. Yep. The one ran in there, just started walking around in a circle. That shit was yeah, hilarious. That's exactly Because most people don't want confrontation. They want the appearance that, like, I'm not no bitch or I, I back down from it. But, like, when most people are confronted with conversation, Mo- majority of the time, niggas gonna tuck their fucking tails. So randomly, I uh, I don't even know why I typed this shit in, but um, somebody didn't did what I thought everybody should be doing. Matter of fact, I was looking. I saw uh, Mac Myron and um, Ill Will had a video out uh, for a song dropped like last week, whatever. And I went to and I liked the song, so I went to Apple Music to see if I can listen to it, and I couldn't find it, but I did find Mac Myron versus Big T. On the Apple battle. Music? Yeah, the battle on there. And I always thought that, I don't know how the contract shit should work out. I always thought these fucking battles should be available for streams. Mm-hmm. Round one, round two. This got the whole battle. This was, I don't know, 26 minutes or some shit. Or 20, so is it broken minutes. up by rounds or by It's just by one track, 27 minutes of audio. Okay. But I should think, yo, Dirt, uh, Dirt. Round one versus such and such. If I want to listen to round one, I want to listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how I going to work on the back end, how niggas get their splits, or but this should be a thing. Because I go to thing. YouTube all the time and watch niggas joint, but like you not getting, if it's on your YouTube page, maybe you get them streams for it. But if the audio was available, cut the oohs and eyes out, right? So I can literally hear, not oohs and eyes. Just clean audio. You know how you'll stop and have to say the same shit three or four times because the audio, I mean, the, the crowd will keep coming. They edit it out so it, it just sounds, it sounds smooth. Some people do that on YouTube too, right? So, or somebody has stumbled, they'll cut it out so it's just more pleasurable for, the viewing audience. But I really do think 
that these artists should have their music on Apple Music. And I don't know who's going to own that per se, but uh, but it boils down to them like <clears throat> being able to get a percentage. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like meaning, like you should be able to get you should be able to get something off of it. Like when um you think about it, like Math spoke on it is when it comes to battle rap. Like as far as uh instead of just taking a lump sum of money up front, like you know what I'm saying, take some money, but then like get a percentage of the actual because like man. And, they get millions of views on that shit, and they get money. They get, regardless of the little money you settle for up front or in the end you're back in, like, they still get paid off of that shit years and years and years and yeah, years. Yeah, for sure. And they get, I mean, the sponsors and shit, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. So a lot of the money that they fund, I mean, a lot of the money that the sponsors, the sponsors are the ones who pay for the battle, battle the battle rappers pretty much. Or the Not, money. Uh, for sure. Like, um. It's, I, I sort of look at battle rap as like a prize fight. It's no different than, you know, Earl Spence and fucking... Uh, Bought to you by exclusive vodka. Yeah, yeah. You, whoever them cigarellos, yeah, you, you got Al Capone or whatever. You got to negotiate your purse. Mm-hmm. But but a lot of niggas are, don't have the, the foresight for the big picture. You know, a lot of niggas just not businessmen. Yeah. They or don't got the leverage for it. No, not and, everybody and, don't. Yeah, now, now this may not be available to a nigga in the PGs. You're not gonna be able to say, "I want twenty thou plus thirty percent on the back end." So but like, do, if you if you're a certain name, certain names could do it. Yeah, but sure. it's mainly more so like you got to go out there and create your worth. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. You got to go out there, like meaning in the battle. You got and when you on stage, you got to do your shit on the battle stage. Like when these interviews, like just. And what what in New York it it confused me at one particular point because like just how we sit and have a conversation the camera can come up like and I'm like fuck, fuck you exactly so you 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 I kill you you dead as soon as the camera go I'm sorry bro I'm sorry you gonna <laughs> be my friend like like that type of shit bro like but in the process like they selling themselves to get those purses that that everybody looking for my nigga. like you know what I'm saying to be that's what it is a Cassidy, selling the fight a Cassidy face off is is is, oh is TV God. worthy my nigga I don't oh give a fuck how God. that battle sound that face off is selling Cassidy 30 hit me holler in the face off bro so listen did you see that face off with him 100%, absolutely 100% oh right 100% <laughs> and allegedly uh, Hitman say he got a percentage of the company from Adam yeah mm. so like cause, I'm, cause to your point like yo I may not be able to Take X amount of money up front, but I need 10% of the company, 4% of the company, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. But I watched that motherfucking battle on YouTube and I changed the speed of the YouTube battle <laughs> to 1.5. You know, you can change the speed yeah, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Cassidy Rounds sound a whole fucking lot better at 1.5 speed. Really? It sounds good. Mm. You just got to change it. But you rap too fucking slow. And but when you you change that motherfucking speed to one point five, it sounds normal. I'll be like, oh okay, I I I understand why you think he's still dope because sped up, it sounds good. Who you th- who you, who you th- who you got winning that battle? I think they both lost. I didn't like Hitman's battle. I mean, I didn't like his rounds at all. But Cassidy, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like. I just wanted rounds. to hear you say it. I didn't want. That, I, didn't, I just wanted to hear you say it, and I that's the crazy Cass, part man. about it is like, man, and like, damn, Cass snuck in and got a motherfucking dub. He definitely nigga, snuck bro. in yeah. and got that dub, and he had because it. This should be on. Side note: Genius blocked me. By the way, on Instagram. <laughs> You dissed them niggas. I forgot. I, 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 you I, said something wild. That's I, all the fuck it is. They did something. They said something recently. I, I, I vaguely remember and shit. But uh, fuck them niggas. Um, but the battles, <laughs> they they the battles be the lyrics be on genius the next day and shit. Mm. Read the motherfuckers. Shit be good. But yeah, I didn't like Hitman battle. I ain't like his verses at all. Uh, Cassidy snuck in with a a nine body three zero. I was I was gentlemen's three zero. Really, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to that's <laughs> gentlemen's thirty. I, I, I was I was expecting something more from Cassidy, but he he sold the battle good as fuck. You expected one thing walking into it uh, two uh, rounds deep. I'm just like, well, when it's gone, when it's when it's gonna happen. No bullshit. Go on YouTube and speed that motherfucking battle up to one point. I'm gonna try that shit. It's I'm a one point two five, one point five, and it's a two. Turn that motherfucker to one point five. This shit sound like it's he sound like he rapping normal. Okay. I'ma try it. I ain't I, I never yeah. gave it I ain't I ain't give it that much thought. I ain't give it that much thought. So you got uh any new music on the way though. Man, listen, bro. 
you heard uh, Mo Mo Movit? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just recorded ten songs yesterday. Ten songs yesterday. Yeah, I went and did a ten hour block. Like, uh, matter of fact, it was it wasn't ten. I set out to do ten. It was seven songs. It was seven. Let me let me let me be politically correct. But the songs that I I was supposed to do three songs today. I mean, it's already done. It's already wrote. Like I went and sat down instead of just like going and like I didn't have it all complete when I went to the studio. Right. I had like I'm gonna say like a couple of songs wrote, but I recorded them and then I sat down and write, sat down and sat down and wrote, sat down and wrote, sat down and wrote, sat down and wrote, and then I just recorded all of it at one time. And then like a couple of the homies came in, we started vibing. And then we pin some shit together, but like I got a lot of shit done yesterday, bro, within ten hours. So. Okay, man, but let me ask a question, dog. Because when you rapping, battle rapping, and shit, y'all re- each verse probably like each battle verse is probably like three or four songs. It's a song, shit. you yeah, know what I'm saying? The, the, yeah, each one, each round is a song, pretty much. Yeah. So how easy it is for you to remember the songs you wrote since you battle and <laughs> remember all those rap? How easy is it to remember a song? Yeah. Depending on what I'm about to put the song towards. Like, meaning if it's about to be, if I'm looking at it as a single, of course, it's going to be easy to remember. If it's just something that, like, like I did with somebody, like, some, nine times out of ten, I'm going to ride around and listen to it and let get everybody else's, like, opinion on what I think, what they think of it. But if it's not, like, catchy enough for me or everybody's opinion of it isn't what I think of it. I'm still gonna listen to it, but it's yeah. not. It's not gonna require me for, to remember, memor, memorize it. Gotcha. Like, cause once I write it, I, I can write it down and then, damn near, not. I don't even write it on the paper no more. I write it in my phone. So, but then I can look at it in my phone, and then once I'm looking at it in my phone, I can damn near put my phone down. Like I just wrote it an hour ago. I could put my phone down and rap it. Like, do y'all? Do y'all ever? Uh, I know, Dan. You be rapping this shit too. Y'all ever use your voice notes? Voice note? Yeah, I use voice note. Yeah, because like, so like a melody or something. Because I, I forget a melody note. or some shit. It'd be like, yo, the, the lyrics is there. I see what it say, but I don't remember how I said the shit. You know what I'm saying? That melody. Yo, the technology is wild. Like if I, I'm just riding around listening to something, I may use voice notes to remember like how I want to attack it, how I want to ride the beat. You know, this way. And that's that's kind of where I use it at. Yeah. A lot of the times I sit like if I'm like if I'm sitting somewhere vibing like if I. If I got a if I if I got an energy about me, and like I'm sitting here just sitting just thinking of shit, and I catch a bar, and I be like I put the bar together in my and then I put it in my notes, and then like regardless to when I go back to it, like I got a stash full of notes that like I can just go and I can I don't know what it is, but like I can remember like, okay I I know exactly where I was going. I don't remember how I was saying it, but I, yeah. I just get to plan with it, saying it over and over, and it just comes to me like that. But like I got shit like that that I just got compiled, you know what I'm saying? Like moments to where I'm like, oh shit, that's a bar right there, and I just put it in my notes. And then when I go to the studio, I just go to my notes and look at shit, and that be- that's how I begin my song, like meaning a concept or a concept start anyway. Okay. And I was watching some battle the other day, and it was uh, the whole battle was like an hour and hour and twenty seven minutes or some shit. Oh damn, he was watching Lux versus who? <laughs> but like, <laughs> well, three verses. Like niggas be rapping for like ten to twelve minutes of uh, fucking around now, and I'm like, yo, I'm not giving these, away that much rap. These three rounds was longer than niggas' albums. Like you rapped a whole album. If yo, we put all three of your shit together, we out for thirty two minutes, my nigga. Those are the ones who got something to prove. They're the ones who are trying to capture their audience. Like the ones, like the experienced ones, the more the the the, the top tier. Like the motherfucker. Like you only get what you pay for. Yeah, I'm not. You're not about to pay me like ten. Whatever you pay me, I'm giving you that amount of of work. Like whatever you paid for, that's all you're getting. Like I'm not about to. It's only I, I, you wanted this for three rounds. This is what you getting for three rounds. I'm not about to over rap. Yeah, you, you know do a one like, rounder. I'm not rapping for forty five minutes. I don't care who I'm rapping against. I can be rapping against God. Like meaning, I'm not about to give six minutes to God. Like even though he deserves it, but <laughs> 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 like, he deserves it. Like, so like, it's gonna be wild when we <laughs> shot that. Up. He be like, I can't remember that bar. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, that's uh, 
Yeah, it's different, man. You got a name for this project that you've been working on, or a name you kicking around? I didn't even Mopot. I didn't even start <laughs> kicking it around, kicking it around yet. Okay, Mopot. Move it, Mopot. When are you looking at uh possibly dropping it? Um, probably next month. Okay. Now I was watching. You know, shout out to the homie Lando. Lando <laughs> gave a, a little sage advice to artists, and he was like, you know, until. He said the new formula should be dropping a single until the anticipation is there for the artist. Now, I know that you're a little bit more established. You've been dropping album shit for the better projects, albums for the better part of the last, you know, decade or so. Mm -hmm. Like, do you subscribe to that level of thinking that like you need a single to push first in order for people to latch on to it? or, Or how does it you know, how do you feel your business model works for you? I think for the artists who don't have an audience right off rip, they should practice that. Like, I meaning I'm all, I've been rapping for a minute and I've consistently, I consistently create a, uh, a audience. Like, I mean, I have an audience, like I have a core audi- audience, but the more and more I travel, like, you know, I right. introduce them to my catalog and they become more, I've get more and more supporters and followers. Um, and like, once you have a catalog already, it's only a matter of time before they like actually tap into your audience. I mean, your, your catalog. Yeah. Like, so what you do, once you got a catalog, regardless of if anybody ain't heard it, like say for instance, I go outside right now and slap the shit out of somebody and it's caught on camera. Like people are going to be like, this rapper just slapped the shit out of somebody like down on Greenfield and they're like, who? And they see me with this, you don't belong to Detroit shirt on. They're like, oh, oh, that's Mo, Mo Dirty. Who is this Mo Dirty nigga? Let me go. He a rapper? Let me go on YouTube real quick. Yeah. And my, audit, my my catalog becomes brand new to them immediately. Yeah, for so sure. So it's based on what you do after you create the art of the catalog. That's, I you know legit went on. I saw the video that Mac and uh, Il, uh, and Will put out. And I went to Apple Music and started typing shit. I was like, oh, shit, I ain't know Mac been releasing three and four projects. Start listening to shit. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely be like that. But Mac followed the formula too with the battle rap shit. Like, man, and Mac has a stream. He has an incredible relationship with a lot of platforms on battle rap, but he also raps too. So he's not, he's mindful enough to battle rap. He's, 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 he's got all of them eating out the palm of the hand, yo, uh, his hand. Yo, I love Mac, dog. That's my guy. He's right like there. the, about entertaining shit that I like to watch. He didn't, he didn't damn near perfected that shit because mm. he's funny as fuck and he rap. Like he rap rap and he funny as fuck. He didn't from from uh the grind not grind time uh what they call them motherfuckers um uh, PGs uh, um so they keep uh this grand priest this grand prix tournament and shit you know him and Bill been running through that shit crazy and that Bill collector versus Mac Myron battle fucking amazing yeah, it was intense fucking amazing it was intense I thought Mac won whatever I'm a homer maybe. You know what I'm saying? But I fuck with Bill. Uh like from that to Smack to fucking um ARP, like, yo. No matter what. Cause all these leagues, they got a different vibe and it for they battles. And he didn't maneuver through all them bitches and it Yeah, and he's not con he's not he's not he doesn't have to stay in, on one platform. Yeah. And that's what I like about his situation. And then I also like the fact I like the fact that he it's still mindful to you going to work for them. Once you off work for them, still work for yourself. That's a fact. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, meaning just because you off work there, that don't mean you ain't still got work to do for yourself. But in the process, like, even when he puts his music out, it still goes back to what you were saying as far as just like, do the, the up and coming artists, like, I would suggest for them to create, like, a, or push a single because, like, if, if they can't find one song that they like, why? What would they like any of the other songs you got? If I've so, never heard from you at all, I don't want to hear thirteen songs from you. Exactly. Like I, I, I don't know you yet. I don't. I'm not invested enough to want to hear thirteen <clears throat> songs from you, unless that first one fire, and I'd be like, let me go to the still at the first one like, fire to like to make me listen to. All I don't those. listen to thirteen songs from niggas that I do like sometimes. Yeah. Like even with performances, like I'm not about to sit up and listen to a ten minute performance of somebody that I don't know. I don't even. I don't get, know a song. Oh my god, bro! It'd be so hard. It'd be it'd be awkward and uncomfortable. Like that's why people get up and go to the bar. I mean, and like and proof said that. I think proof said like that's like um somebody had I, this conversation that my Chuck. It was Chuck. Chuck was telling me. Proof was having a conversation with somebody, and somebody was saying, um, 
Like, yeah, man, I just rocked that crowd. You see me rock that crowd? It was like, yeah, you just went up there and did a bunch of songs that they already heard. Try rocking the crowd in front of people that don't even know you and try rocking that crowd. Come back to me when you rock that crowd. People you don't know, stand in front of them and perform your, your original songs. If you can rock, if you can wow them, then come back to me and talk about that. Until then, get the fuck out of my face. It's a certain That's type true. Of, it's a certain type of song you got to put in front of people for the first time. This shit need to be melodic. It need to be mm-hmm. clear. Like when I went to the Benny concert, I ain't never heard all Benny people rap. And I was entertained at the fucking concert with a bunch of songs that I did. And then some of the crowd knew some of this shit. I'm like, fuck, I've been. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But like. They dropped the project. I get that. <laughs> and I, and then what, you know what happened after I left? I went and listened to all the fucking projects. Mm. Doing shows really work. Yeah, bro. Like this, the shit really works. It helps you to connect with videos. All- if if you if if the shit is entertaining, that shit is gonna make somebody go. Let me all right. Let me go check them. Mm-hmm. It helps you connect with an audience. But like you say, you got to give people something to give a fuck about. And it's so I'm not gonna say the name of a nigga, but I know a local rap nigga that put a lot of money in behind doing a summer tour series, like where he was going to be the headlining act. And like, do he book like 10, 12 dates for shit around the city, like Ohio, you know, just just primarily the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Like after show number two, like it was it was a wrap because he saw that like nobody wanted. I'm not going to say that like he not he don't have a huge following or didn't have a huge following. And it's hard to make niggas to buy a ticket to hear 30 minutes of you rap and like nigga. You know, I didn't heard the nigga. I'm not saying like his rapping is terrible, but like, do I want to stand and hear this nigga rap for 30 minutes? We That's not, the, we not there yet. The quote unquote grapes was on the bottom end or the openers for a lot of people mm-hmm. when they came out. But niggas don't have that same level of humble. Everybody feels like they a star. Yeah, everybody Nobody, wanna do it themselves. Be independent. Kendrick Lamar opened up for game. You feel me? Yeah. Like. Like Nipsey opened up for game. He took them both on tour. Like you start somewhere and let me, let me, I'm going to borrow some of your fucking fan base. They're going to hear a couple of these songs and that's, you're going to work that shit for a long time. And then you're going to hear some shit around like, man, that shit sound familiar. I like that kid. He did it. And then when he blow, be like, Oh, that's old boy. Look, I saw Kalani maybe, I don't know, six years ago and she bought out LMA and LMA performed booed up six years ago. Like nobody like she did three songs opening up for Kalani. Nobody knew who this girl was, but she did that song. Then the song took, you know, five, six years to catch legs. But I mean, she was out on the road touring. So like when the when the visuals fucking hit and the the record started moving, like I I remember the song. But like during that time, like I didn't I didn't get no fuck. I mean, she just the opening act. Mm hmm. But it sometimes shit it just take a minute for shit to grow legs. But niggas don't have that humble, and they everybody feel like nigga, this this my time right now, right now, right now. And sometimes right now, you know, you ain't you ain't put your ten thousand hours in. Like sometimes right now, celebrity, yeah, it's five more years from now. Yeah, it is what it is. Not right? everybody just strike iron, you know, when when they come out. Yeah, there's though. I, I think sometimes a hit song is a gift and a curse. Because sometimes the song is bigger than the artist. Mm-hmm. If you have a hit song and nothing to come behind it, or your next your next thing behind it can't maintain it's your momentum, that hit, up, yeah. yeah, that hit it eats you alive. It's almost I need a I need a very lukewarm single, and then a big single, because you can't come giant. This is why I'm, Mims. This is why I'm hot. That song was big as fuck, right? And then the second one was I, right, and then we ain't never heard. I don't one. remember a second one. I think the hardest thing to do is create the audience that like actually you benefit from because one, you got to think you can be who you are, but you can also be something that you're not. And you let it be something that you're not, that the people actually cling to you in trouble because like now you got to over. Every day, every day, be I don't this even know how to be not. this person because he. I just made it up one night by mistake. Let's see before all over again, bro. Now yeah. when niggas, the real, the real niggas walk up on you. Now what you gonna like you? You a gangster until a gangster in the room, like you know what I'm saying that type of shit. You know, I, I, I don't know if I was talking to you, to you about this, but I think see before real hip hop. Did I say that to you? No, but I can I can understand. After, it, it pulled the veil back. No, what I'm saying is that movie was so funny, right? What year that come out? That's 90, 92, 93. All right. So that movie came out and it made fun of people who were fake 
tough guys, fake gangsters. Yeah. Shit. Then right after that, uh, Snoop and Easy, like Compton City G's came out shortly after that. Yeah. Right. So now it was like, oh, you can't be a studio gangster. So now you have to actually do the shit that you're rapping about, or it's going you're gonna be a laughing stock. So now it made niggas be, it made niggas who would not normally do this. Now I gotta do something. Because I got an image to live up to. Mm-hmm. I have I, I can't be a studio gangster. Now we just got straight up criminals telling what they doing on records. Yeah. But it all led cause like, wait a minute, you can't be a studio gangster. But technically, all this shit entertainment, you can. I don't think it's necessarily the the, the best thing to promote. But Bro, this is it. <laughs> future. Future talks about popping pills and, and drinking late. Future don't do none and of that shit. I've seen that nigga in interviews talking about like I I put it, do- I put out a lifestyle that now I have. He said it was so much pressure to live up to the image of Future that he's created. Shit is crazy. Uh, I know. I'm when he first said it, I I made a annotated or made a comment on a YouTube video about that shit years ago. And somebody this week just responded to me about that, so it was been in my my feed, and I was like, yo, that shit is crazy that. Niggas is being peer pressured into to to doing, doing drugs. drugs. <laughs> like, they, like you, I gotta talk. I gotta keep talking about doing drugs, and I don't do. Isn't that how niggas typically get like, get turned so, on to drugs? So it's like, a little bit of peer pressure. Bro, Tupac. Think about Tupac. Tupac. Once he did Juice, bro, he had to become that image. He made he made such a memorable moment in Juice that he embodied that. Right after that, he became who he became. Like you know, in the process, like you know, you create that image. You got to follow up to it. Like, man, it just so happens, future, like you're talking about. I'm glad you wouldn't talk about doing, I mean, doing meth. Because like, you have to do that shit for real. 50 Cent don't smoke weed. He right. don't smoke weed at all. I get high. The la, la, la. <laughs> like, it just sound good. I get sound high. Good. Like, sound you know good. what I'm saying? Because I be high. I be high. Be high. But then think about smoke on the opposite la, end. La, la, la. Opposite end, the, uh, the rappers who uh, talk about shit they ain't got. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, riding down the street in a Bentley. You ain't got no Bentley, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? But Those ain't Rolex diamonds. Exactly. <laughs> Where the fuck is the Hummer at? All right. <laughs> and then you got the people who opposite, right? Who rap that peaceful shit and really love this, love that. And that motherfucker, a terrorist damn near. Well, like, oh, I never knew that this nigga was really in the streets. He talk all that positive shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but. Oh, he is from this neighborhood. Oh, the nigga who, who, who got the uh his label with is actually in prison for all the shit that he don't talk about. Oh, this nigga actually may be connected, but I'm never gonna talk about that shit on record. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the nerdy rap nigga. I'm the, you know, it's interesting, man. It's really interesting. We kind of touched about it last <coughs> on last episode. Is that like. You know, if you don't got gold, you don't got jewels, you ain't got the flashy cars. And Niggas don't think you're successful. You're not nothing. It's like you don't exist in society. And then when you do got that shit and somebody see you out with it, then they murder you and take your life for it. And then the people who told you that this was the item that you should have blame you for having it and getting murdered. Like, nigga, you told me this to, to glorify all this shit. I get it and wear it and I get killed for it. And now it's my fault. This is a backwards Should have had security, nigga. Backward ass shit, man. Oh, you got security. This weak ass nigga got security. He's scared to come to the hood. The the hood is the hood is, should be the the place that you come back to last. And I understand that niggas always promote giving back to the hood. I'm going back. I want to be be in my hood. Like the niggas that you grew up with that never did shit or think that it should have been them in that position mm. are them same niggas that will kill you. Exactly. Nigga, I'm 40 years old. I think I left my quote unquote hood. I don't know. I think I moved out the house at 22 or some shit. Why the fuck would I be in the, the niggas who, who I don't know them niggas 22 years old. The, the, the kids who didn't grow up and who are 22 years old, why the fuck would I be there with them? Because everybody to who show I them niggas that you can make it too. Everybody who I, I made it out don't live there no more. My friends do not live in the same on the same street. Them houses not even fucking there no more. Because people will guilt you into that level of obligation mm-hmm. that you. This is what you should do. The kids need to see that they can make it too. These niggas don't know me. You no, know the, what I'm saying? Like no, the kids can the see that you weren't even born when I left the neighborhood. No, but there's somebody old on the block that can say Dame lived up the street in that house, and nigga, maybe you might be able to get about this motherfucker too. I don't need to make a guest appearance there. I think going back to the hood and and trying to. Let people touch you, be relatable is the wrong thing to do because like that shit is we all come from 
every last one of us come from a specific hood. Mm-hmm. You know the places that are not safe in that environment because you grew up there. Right. Now, 20 years later, when you come back, you don't have the same familiarity with the hood. You know, there were spots that I grew up at that are just no longer there, but they still, there's still pockets of danger in my neighborhood. Yeah. But I'm still there every day. Nigga, you my know? neighborhood, the L. Jordan's on Jerome and Evergreen. We used to stay at that. We used to be up at the, the pickup window, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, chilling, grabbing food. I wouldn't dare be in that motherfucker right now at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. My nigga, I was just on uh, Livernois and Grand River, where I most be at. Like, uh, <laughs> That's how the song goes. <laughs> That's how the song goes. <laughs> like, nigga, I was at just on my, my, I was riding through my neighborhood, and I was just, like, standing, like, talking to one of my homeboys um, from the neighborhood. And, like, clockwork, one of my other homeboys from the neighborhood is... Walking backwards with his gun in the air, like motherfucker, you better not, you better not fuck with me no more. You gotta, you, yeah, I'm on your ass next time. Dirt, what you doing back in the hood? What's up, boy? You got a new waving the gun in there at him, like some, some, some motherfucker, some, 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 some. What's up, dirt? What you doing back in the hood? I'm like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm always good. Like, I'm like, god damn. Like, man, ain't, ain't shit changed, huh? Ain't shit changed. Like, it's definitely dangerous pockets in the city. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And we act like Detroit ain't dangerous. It is. It's dangerous as fuck. You just know how to navigate that shit once you've been here. Navigate through it. And on top of the fact, I just said it in the song the other day. I was like, um, I sit around with niggas that everybody in the city scared of. The murderers and the killers. I play 2K with. Like, meaning they're my friends. Like, I mean, I, I know a lot of the murderers and shit like that. I'm not glorifying that. But in the process, it's kind of like these motherfuckers are making the hood hot. Like, it's just weird, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they ruin <laughs> these. Yeah, we was talking about that shit. Niggas is ruining that shit. <laughs> ruining the neighborhood. They're fucking it up. Lifelong menaces. Right. Super predators. <laughs> <laughs> Lifelong menaces. So you said the the music will probably drop sometime next month. Any idea when your next battle or when you're trying to line that up for? I haven't even started in the beginning stages of lining up the battle. I ain't talked to nobody. Like, okay. I just thought I'm, I just I just made it up in my mind that I'm gonna battle. Um, I don't know who I'm a battle. Like I know, I know the, how to battle. I know how to set up a battle. I know how to put myself in position to receive a battle. Put it okay. like that. So all I do is put together a highlight reel of all the battles that I got. Like you know, a punchline reel or like show up to an event. Like I mean, they haven't seen me. I, I stepped away from this shit because because right now everybody from the the golden era is coming back. And battling this yeah. shit. We want to know. We want to see. I've been putting up like links on my Instagram. And even with the links on my Instagram, a lot of the top tier battle rappers like recognize me. And they, they like me, you had to get a couple more in, bro. Like, man, it's that time. It's time to get back on the stage. And I know I had Ice was one of them. Head Ice. Like, uh, I, you know, I, I, I frequently talk to Real Deal. Um, I know I fuck with, uh, like, we got a strange friend, not a friendship, but, uh, like we know each other and we talk to each other in passing only because I when I see him with Marv Quest, I'll it'd be A Ward. Okay. So like, you know what I'm saying, based off of that relationship that they have, like I'm whenever I'm around Marvin Quest, A Ward, like, you know what I'm saying, we've established a race, relationship based based off that. Um the battle rappers is a lot of oh, who is uh uh Chilla Jones. Like mean and these are people in my not in my direct reach. But my friends are like the circle. So these are people who I've talked to regularly or communicated with on social media. You get plugged in. Yo, A-Ron, A-Ward, and Rum Nitty just put on. They just, I think the battle dropped this week. Yo, niggas went crazy. Crazy. One nigga, anyway. (laughs) Yo, A-Ward's. He can rap. Yeah, he can rap rap, bro. He can rap rap. I'm talking about like. (laughs) Yeah, he put that shit together, and he can freestyle. That's the yeah. best thing about it. Like, you know, that's where the bigger bucks come in at, where as far as, like, coming with some material. Yeah. And then, like, listen to your, your, bar, your verse. I got some material, but you said something that, that shook the room. I got to respond to it. I got to respond to it. Like, I'm going to start my verse. I'm either going to respond. I'm, I'm either going to rebuttal it in the beginning, but the ones, the more seasoned ones. So who's some people that you respect? Or because I don't want to know top tens or no shit like that. Who just really good at rebuttaling people around? Rebuttaling, uh, DNA, Charlie Clips, 
Awar, uh, Arsenal, uh, Quest McCody. Um, who else? Oh, damn, uh, Chef Trez. There's a couple of more. Um, That's solid. Did they rebuttal, could, and a rebuttal tip? Yeah. 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 Trying to think Not everybody tries to do it and shit, and I be respecting them trying to do it and shit. Geechee tried to do it, too. It ain't, like, natural, like... Bro, like rebuttaling is or, easy. It's easy if you already have... I mean, because, like, if you think battle rapping is easy because most of it be just creating lines, witty, witty ways to hurt you, harm yeah, you, yeah. or discredit you. And you just remove you and then put the word of the person you battling. That's the that's the that's the the small part of it. Then the next is like the the schemes on that person and then the name, the name flips. But that shit is easy as fuck, bro. Like but then the rebuttal part is easy because you can come up with like a pitch. Same principle as far as like having a template of what you want to say and just removing the you and putting yeah. that name. But you can come up with like um I think uh, I, I had a rebuttal in the battle, and it was something that whatever he said to me, I can still say what I was going to say. But and I designed it like that, and he and he said something. I was like, "Damn, you keep telling everybody I'm old and washed up. Why you take that route? Boy, I'll be old circles in your face until you black out." Like meaning, but I, whatever he would have said, it was like you could have said like, "I'm black as hell." You keep telling these people I'm black as hell. Why you take that route? Like you see, what I'm saying, like, yeah, minute, yeah, yeah. like your shoes dirty. You keep telling about everybody my when, shoes dirty. When, Why whatever, you take that route? Whatever they say, whatever it ends in rhyming with, like, all I gotta do is put that at bar line four, and then boom, bar like it's just yeah, I get it. The more entertaining part of it comes when you strategically do it, like meaning you got people who rock the room, like Dame say some shit and rock the room, and then I just go into my 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 material, and then like. In the middle of my material, like, oh, yeah, don't think I forgot. Like, remember when you said such and such and such and such? And then say a bar right there to rebuttal it and then go back into my material. Yeah. And then later on in the line, I'm like, oh, one more other thing. Remember when you said such and such and such such? Like, Clips. Let you know that I, like, yeah, Clips got that Clip, master, like, bro. Like, nigga, we'll, I'll be, I'll get in my shit, but da 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 then slide rap. Everybody can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To remember exactly where I was at. Get this shit off and then come right back into my bar. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, sometimes niggas just freestyle and you can't you you didn't you didn't know if he was a freestyle or not. I guess when you watch him enough, like, oh yeah, that shit was freestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit is that shit is why I love the art. Because some niggas just don't crack in, in front of pressure or in front of the room. And that's 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 what separate the goods from the greats. Yeah. That's where that freestyle shit work out. Yeah, you're right. Freestyle you're right. life. It's a double on Andre. It is, it is. <laughs> it's a I got you. Andre. It is. So, Dirt, for yeah. people that are not familiar with you, where can they find you on the socials? Where can they find the music? Give them everything they need to know. Um, you can find definitely find me. I'm mainly um, on... What am I mainly on? I'm on Instagram sometimes. But my Instagram is Dirty Mo. Like, right when my last Instagram got confiscated. Like, it was Mo Dirty, but now it's Dirty Mo. D-I-R-D-E-E-M-O-E. Um, Facebook, M-O-E-N-E-L-S-O-N, Mo Nelson. Um, I really ain't figured TikTok out, so I don't be on TikTok like that, but it's okay. Mo Dirty on that. But the, as far as finding my music, my music is my name, Mo Dirty, M-O-E-D-I-R-D-E-E. So it's on all, uh, it's on all the platforms, Tidal, Deezer, Panda- uh, Pandora, Spotify, Google Music, uh, Apple Music. Um and a lot of more. Did I say Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah. Um, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, yeah. It's uh, try whatever platform you own. Just Google. I mean, just uh, put in Mo Dirty M O E D I R D E E. And new music dropping soon. New music dropping October the eleventh. Mm. Okay. October okay. Solid 11th. date. I was. I wasn't gonna say it, but like you know, what I'm saying it's gonna be October eleventh. Exclusive. Yeah. Ten eleven. You got anything you can leave us with? Um, as far as what music, nigga, oh, we got, got music. We do a music pick of the week. So, what song you want us to play? Uh, you new, talking about new music? Or? Shit, anything, anything. It's your okay. choice. I got some music. I got some. You want to hear it? 
Right. Yeah, I want to hear it, nigga. Okay. All right. My phone in the other room, though. Okay. So. Well, you you can always send it to us. We can plug it in. Okay. Right here. Music pick. What you mean, music pick? I put I make a music pick every week, and typically right. when I have a guest on that rap, same does music. I let them pick whatever song they want our audience to be familiar with them with. Okay. It ain't got to be something brand new, but if you got a song that you want want to play for niggas. To let them get familiar with who you are and what the fuck you do, this is the opportunity. Yeah, I got one. All right. It's uh, Mo Dirty Tell Me off of Movit. If Movit. you press that, it's going to play. Okay, for sure. I'm about to press it right now. Mo Dirty Movit. Yeah. Woke up feeling unappreciated. I need something to alleviate it. Had to roll up, get inebriated. I got problems, I keep people waiting. I've been grieving lately. I don't be as patient since my daddy died. So the peace of mind. Gotta strategize just to keep from crying. Look into my eyes, you can see the hatred. I look around, it's reciprocated. My family around and resituated. My granddaddy smiled when I came around and kept that I smoked. Now he in the clouds. That means that he up now. I don't give a fuck, but soon as I pull up, I'ma greet him with loud. For years I've been silent, been keeping it down. Though I'm no longer fighting, just laying shit down. Really not shit you can tell me as of now, bitch. Fuck you mean while I walk around with this frown? Shit, done lost a lot of people that I wanted to make proud. So it really ain't shit you can tell me as of now. I know you don't know me. Ooh, shit, you can't have it all. Can't have it all. Can't have it all. Movid nineteen. That's some shit, dog. Appreciate That's some shit. So we appreciate you. We ain't you just doing. talking. You feel nah, nah. We appreciate you coming through, fam. We appreciate your time. Uh, I know you're gonna be back on the road real soon, so you know I want to wish you safe travels. Appreciate. You know this this is a connection that's that's always been there, always gonna be there. This this is one of my day one niggas. Yeah, one. Go go back for a long time, so I appreciate you coming through. Ah, uh, one hundred, bro. It is your man Dame three underscores three one three on Instagram. Fuck it. Uh, what is it? Twitter and TikTok. I'm still trying to figure out the TikTok shit, but I got high school kids, mm. so they keep me in the loop on shit. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, bitch. Yo, what up? It's Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. When you see the blue, shout out to Mo Dirty for coming through, man. We appreciate yeah, you. Man. Absolutely. Um, appreciate it. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Hey. Peace.